Coming up is some important information from Malayne and Lindsay solicitors of 191 Mile Street Tea Gardens. Phone 49287300. Welcome. Today I'm talking with Lachlan Page from Malayne and Lindsay Newcastle and Tea Gardens. Hi Lachlan, thank you for taking my call today. Hi Annie, thanks. It's great to be here. <laughs> Our topic of discussion today is selling your business. If you're thinking about selling your business, what are some of the things you should do to prepare? Selling your business can be an exciting time and also extremely rewarding. Uh, in order to prepare your business for sale, you need to take the appropriate steps at an early stage. Now, this will not only make your business more attractive to a buyer and achieve the best sale price possible, but it's also likely to reduce the time required to sell your business and the costs associated with negotiating the sale. One of the most important steps is gathering the appropriate advisors at an early stage. Some of these advisors include people like business brokers, accountants, financial planners and, of course, lawyers. You want to put together the best possible team to assist you with the sale process. So why is selling your business different from selling your house? And what are some of the key differences our listeners should be aware of? Yeah, thanks, Annie. This is um, one of the most common misconceptions we encounter. Uh, when people are selling their, their business, they often think that it's a very similar process or the same process to selling a house. Uh, selling your business is very different. Uh, whilst your property follows a relatively standard process from start to finish, a business sale varies significantly depending on a range of different things, including things like the type of business that you're selling. Uh, for example, if you're selling a takeaway a shop or if you're selling a large international or national business with thousands of customers. The structure of your business as well, whether or not you are running it as a sole trader or as a company or a trust structure, and also the different qualifications or the licences and government regulations that might apply to your business. It's for these reasons why I'm passionate about this area of law. Uh, it, it allows me to get to know my clients' businesses in an intimate way and also obtain insight into their businesses. And I'm continually learning from my clients and the, and the businesses that they're selling. Every business is different, and therefore every single business sale is different as well. Can you describe what a typical business transaction would look like and how it would progress? As I mentioned before, there's no really typical type of transaction. Every transaction is different. But having said this, the legal process follows a relatively similar process from start to finish. If there's a business broker involved, there'll be an offer that's been made and a purchaser will usually make that offer through a business broker. Once the offer is accepted by the seller, then a contract will usually be prepared and this is where the lawyer becomes involved in the transaction. The lawyer prepares the contract and will send that to the purchaser's lawyer who will then review it. Usually there's a bit of a negotiation phase that occurs there in relation to the terms of that contract, but once everybody's happy, everybody signs the agreement and it is exchanged. It's at that exchange that we have a binding agreement. And this is where things are a little bit more complex on the business side of things in that there's usually a range of different conditions that then need to be satisfied before you actually get to completion. Those conditions we usually refer to as conditions precedent and relate to things like dealing with 
uh, leases, obtaining landlords' consent, if there's a franchisor or a franchise component dealing with those matters, and also dealing with the employees and their entitlement. And any other logistical on-the-ground functional matters that need to be dealt with in order to actually transition the business across to the new owner. When all the, the conditions are satisfied, then the parties are ready to complete. And completion is the, the day that essentially the uh, new owner is handed over the business and the uh, owner of the business is paid the money for the business. It's very much like a settlement date in, in when uh, you're buying a purchase or when you're buying someone's house. So what would be some of the common pitfalls people encounter when trying to sell the business? Uh, there's a range of common mistakes or assumptions made when you're selling a business, which can impact on the, the process. The best way to avoid these types of mistakes is to be prepared and get good advice early. If the business has a premises, you need to review your lease. First and foremost, you need to make sure you actually have a lease. You'd be surprised at the amount of times that a business is put to the market and doesn't actually have a lease in relation to the business premises. Once you've established that there is a lease, you need to also make sure that there's sufficient time left on the lease that any potential purchaser might be able to continue to run the business. Uh, this might actually require you to renegotiate with your landlord before you put the business to the market. In addition to that, if your business has any main customers or large suppliers that add value to the business, you want to make sure that those relationships are appropriately documented in writing as that will drastically increase the value that you can achieve for your business. Another key area that people often overlook is making sure that your intellectual property is appropriately registered and protected. Now, these are things like your, your business name, logos, any trademarks that you might have. If that intellectual property is appropriately registered and protected, that drastically increases the value that you can achieve for your business. And finally, probably one of the, the most common misconceptions is the amount of time that it takes to sell a business. Mm-hmm. Selling a business often involves a, a range of third parties uh, to be consulted and approvals to be obtained, and those third parties uh, take time to obtain those consents. So it's really, really important that at the beginning of a sale process, you set up a realistic and manageable time frame make sure that everybody's on the same page as to when you can actually complete. Okay. So do you need a lawyer in order to sell your business or can you sell your business yourself? Well, Annie, you don't need to have a lawyer, uh, but I would guess that you should definitely obtain a lawyer. Unless you've sold multiple businesses before and are across all the different legal requirements in selling a business, it's better to engage a professional who manages these transactions on a day-to-day basis. A lawyer will not only document the sale, but will be able to provide you with valuable advice in relation to a range of questions and issues that might arise during the transaction. Another benefit of a lawyer is that if a dispute arises between a buyer and a seller, a lawyer can be there to assist in resolving that dispute in the most commercial way. One of the key areas of Selling a business is making sure that your lawyer and your advisors are experienced in the particular industry that you're operating in. There is no way that any particular lawyer can be across every particular industry that is in the market 
and therefore it's important that the lawyer that you engage has experience in that particular area. Say, for example, if you're selling a pharmacy business, it's a very highly regulated and regimented area of law, and you need to have someone who's experienced in pharmaceutical law and the consents required representing you to make sure that you achieve the appropriate sale price and also that the transaction is transferred smoothly. So in answer to your question, I definitely recommend that you engage a lawyer to sell your business. Thank you for your time and helpful information today, Lachlan. Most informative. And thanks also to Malane and Lindsay, Newcastle and Tea Gardens. Thank you, Annie. Malane and Lindsay are proud sponsors of Mile Coast Radio. If you have any legal queries, please give the team at Malane and Lindsay a call on 0249 287300.